In honor of the month of February, I am putting the focus on these next few episodes on love and relationships. We all want to make our relationships richer, especially us ladies. And so today's episode is focused on five things men find attractive in a woman and five things they love to hear from you. Now, you might not be dating or looking for love, but if you have a husband, even if you have male children or male relationships in your life, these are going to be qualities that can only enhance those relationships. And even if you've had your guy for 20 years, hey, it never hurts to boost the attraction factor, right? Okay, so let's just jump into this episode and then pay attention the rest of the month. We're going to have episodes on nurturing your relationship with your kids and even your relationship with yourself. Let's dive in. Hi, and you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. Okay, so in today's episode, we're going to tackle a fun topic in honor of Valentine's month. It's the love, it's the month of love. And if you're single, please do not wince and frown because these are still valuable things to learn even if you're single because we all have relationships with people of the opposite gender. You heard the intro. So, these are going to be good things to know. All right, I did a little research and this first little segment, five things men find attractive in a woman came from the YouTube channel I referred to you guys to, which is Love Strategies. And these I thought were really insightful and they were pulled from, he I guess pulled men all over the nation, hundreds and hundreds of men. And these were the five that came to the surface. So I thought these were really insightful and interesting. And I kind of love um, how it kind of makes me feel like I can breathe a little easier seeing what men are actually really interested in. And I feel like this is great because our husbands might not ask for these things or might not even acknowledge that these are what they find attractive. But when I know that, then I can kind of lean into those areas of my life a little bit and, you know, pull on those and use that to kind of like serve the attraction between me and my husband. And then, um, We're going to dive into five things men love to hear from you. Actually, I think I have six, and some of those I came up with on my own. Um, And then the the hashtag, (laughs) it's not called a hashtag, the life hack at the end of the episode is three resources that I find really helpful for learning things like this. And those are easy resources to follow online. So let's dive in, shall we? So we all have men that we want to nurture the attraction with, whether that's your husband or whether that's even your male children, boys, you always want their hearts to be drawn to you. And, or even if you just want healthier relationships with your coworkers or your brother or your dad, because these are qualities men find attractive, it also it just basically means they're qualities that will draw a man to you or make him feel like he he can trust his heart with you. And so I feel like underneath attraction is really just a sense of safety. We're attracted to people that we feel safer with. And so this first quality he mentioned that men said they look for or find attractive is youthfulness, which is like a vibrant, fun, playful approach on life and he contrasted it to someone who maybe has an old soul and just would rather stay in their pajamas and knit all day not to say that the introverts are not youthful 
Introverts, I know really youthful, playful introverts. So this is not about if you're extroverted or if you're introverted or if you like going to parties or don't. I think this is about your view on life, feeling vibrant and alive about your future and playful and excited to take on the day. There's an optimism about the way you function and a simplicity about the way that you view the world. Youthfulness. And I think, I think guys, now I'm speaking as a woman here, but I think from what I know of my husband and all of my boys and men I've interacted with, they like that because it's non-threatening and it makes them feel like they can breathe easier as well. That you're not going to be complicated, that you're not going to make life difficult for them. You're going to make it enjoyable for them. So youthfulness is the first one. Second one is casual beauty, which is more like that effortless, relaxed beauty. You know how, I don't know if you guys like this, but my husband is always telling me, I like you better without makeup. I like you better without makeup. Of course, then in the same breath, he was like, I like it when you wear just a plain t-shirt, jeans, no makeup, and lipstick. <laughs> and I was like, wait, you do realize lipstick is makeup, right? Um, but basically, he's like, I like your casual, easy, approach on life except I think the lipstick adds like a feminine quality there and so it really kind of played to this like casual beauty guys like when we're beautiful but just not trying and in the video he described that guys really love it when a girl is like you know in sports clothes or something like an oversized jersey and a baseball cap that to them that just screams I'm gonna be your playmate I'm gonna enjoy the things that you enjoy. I'm going to scream at the game with you. But because you're still a woman and you still have a woman's body and you still have long hair and you have a feminine smile, they still find you beautiful dressed like that. And so the casualness of beauty where it's just effortless, you're not trying too hard. Um, but now he did, he did clarify in the video. He said, now don't get me wrong. I love it when my wife gets all gussied up and dressed up and just gorgeous and very feminine and put together. I love that too. He said, but men really love a casual beauty. She's just beautiful without really trying. So ladies, lean into your natural casual beauty. That top knot on the top of your head that says, I'm not trying, but look, I'm still cute. Yeah, guys like that. Okay, so youthfulness, casual beauty. Third one is a playful personality, which I feel like this kind of mimics the first one a little bit. But he leaned into this in that guys really appreciate a woman who's fun. She laughs a lot. She can joke around. She has a sense of humor. She doesn't take life too seriously or herself too seriously or him too seriously. <laughs> I think guys, like, from my experience and, and studying and learning too, I think guys have, like, this inherent sense of insecurity that they're going to screw up with you, you women, us women. And so it makes them feel better and feel more confident that when we don't take life too seriously because they'll feel like, okay, she's going to have grace for my stupidity <laughs> or she's going to have grace for the mistakes that I make, right? We, we get like that too. But I think guys really, really want to keep their girl happy. And when we have a playful personality, it makes him feel a little more confident that even if he screws up, it's not the end of the world and it'll be easier to keep you happy. So playful personality is the third one. Um, fourth one is authentic confidence. And I heard another resource said like independence. Um, 
And guys find this attractive for a number of reasons. A, when you're authentically confident, meaning and the way he described it in the video, he goes, that comes from the inside of a woman who knows she's worthwhile. She knows she's not cocky, but she knows she's valuable and she deserves to be loved. And that's attractive to them because it's healthy, right? If I know I'm valuable, then I'm also not going to put up with crap. And I'm not, I'm going to be a more healthy person to be around, period. And he did go into the the reality that women who have an authentic confidence also have a habit of doing their inner work. They take the time to know themselves, know what their weaknesses are, know what their strengths are, recognize when they're getting into unhealthy habits or destructive habits and fix it. And there's a confidence that comes from that because there's a settledness about ourselves when we know ourselves and we're taking responsibility for ourselves. So an authentic confidence comes from, you know, you have self-worth, you know, you're valuable, not from an insecure place, but from a, I'm doing the work to make myself valuable kind of place. And also for guys, that independence and that sense of, I don't need you to be happy, but I want you or I do need you for for life as a partner, you know, they want to feel needed, but they want to also see that you're independent enough that you can offer strength to him, that when he's having a low time or whatever, that you can come in and you can be a leader in his life and strengthen him and build him up when he needs it. Because while guys want to lend their strength to us, inherently they know there will be times that they need our strength and they want to see that we have strength to give and an authentic confidence inside of us tells them hey I'm gonna have strength to lend you when you need it from me and so I thought that was really insightful and interesting but makes a lot of sense it it comforts them that we're gonna be able to hold them up when they need to be held up and then the fifth thing was this surprised me was quirkiness And he made the point, he said, listen, ladies, you might be embarrassed of some of your quirks, but guys find them adorable and relatable. So quirkiness, meaning those little things that you do that are kind of unique, kind of special. So (laughs) there's this thing I used to do when Steven and I were dating that was a quirk. And it was so quirky that a friend of ours thought that maybe I was a little mentally slow. (laughs) I would for whatever reason, for years in college, I would just be so full of joy about life. I'd be walking around and I would randomly sing a note like, ah! and I would just walk around and la, 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 just sing randomly. And I don't know when I stopped doing that, probably, probably when I got married. Um, but my friend who I stayed with before Stephen and I got married, uh, he and his wife, he came to Stephen privately and he asked him like, hey, I just, I just want to check is, is Jen a hundred percent like all with it? You know, like <laughs> he thought maybe I was slightly, you know, a little lacking in my mental capacities. And uh, Stephen laughed and he was like, no, that's just how she is. It's just a quirk, you know, but Stephen liked that about me because it was unique and it was imperfect and 
just kind of showed that I enjoy life like a little bird singing in its cage, <laughs> you know? So quirkiness is something that guys like because guys have quirks too. And they feel like if you're too perfect, A, you're boring. B, you're probably hiding something. And C, they can't relate, you know? They want someone that they can relate to. So those are the five, five things, not all the things, but five unique things that men find attractive in a woman. Youthfulness and a vibrant take on life. Casual beauty, meaning you're, you can be yourself casually, throw on a sports cap. You're not trying too hard. They just, you know, it's a Saturday kind of beauty. Um, third, playful personality, a really vibrant take on life where you don't take yourself too seriously. You don't take him too seriously. You can laugh easily, joke around, really playful. They love that. Fourth is authentic beauty and or authentic confidence, I'm sorry, that little bit of independence and that confidence that comes from your core, that you're doing self-work, you know who you are, you know you're worth loving, and you can lend strength to him in his weak moments. They love that. And then the fifth one is your quirkiness because it's unique, it's memorable, it's endearing, and it's relatable and charming. So those are five things men find attractive. In a woman. Okay, now here are five things men love to hear from their woman. Actually, six. I'm sorry. There's six of them. Six things your man loves to hear from you. One, you're enough for me. Men inherently wrestle with the question, am I enough? At their core, they're always asking every day, everything they do, am I enough? Am I enough? It's kind of this nagging question mark in the back of their soul all the time. So when you, as their woman, who they want to prove themselves to, when you look at them and say, honey, you are enough for me. When you do this, that is enough. You are enough for me. That is so much life to your guy. It speaks right to the core of who he is. So that is a great thing to make a part of your regular compliment routine, especially even with your boys, women as mothers, I think this goes a really long way with our boys because it trains them to look for a woman who's going to look at them and say, you're enough for me. So look at your kids and say, honey, you're enough. Just as you are, you're enough for me. Secondly, um, something else your man loves to hear is, babe, you're so great at blah, blah, blah. It could be anything. Like when he gives you a hug, you can say, Baby, you're so great at giving hugs. Or if he makes dinner, babe, you're so great at making steak. You know, or honey, thanks for doing the dishes. You're so great at helping around the house. Just little things like that. They love, just like you love to hear that you're beautiful, they love to hear they're great at something. So, honey, you're so great at is a great compliment to add to your repertoire. Thirdly, any positive thought you have towards him is good to tell. In fact, Matthew Hussey, you'll hear about him at the end, but he's um, like a relationships coach. And he meant, he made the great point. He said, you know, a lot of times we have positive thoughts about people and we'll, we'll think it, we'll walk away to someone else and say, hey, I love that about such and such person. But then he goes, but by sharing that with someone else instead of that person, you almost lose the value of having had that positive thought to begin with because that positive thought is something that if expressed can build connection and strengthen the relationship and endear that person's heart to you. Because as humans, we like people that like us, right? 
If someone likes me, I'm more likely to like them simply by the fact that they like me. There's an attraction, like even an energetic attraction there that you like me, I like you. Awesome. Let's go be friends. And so if you have a positive thought of any kind towards your guy, share it with him. And I'm going to start looking for ways to do this. Like when I'm just watching my kids and admiring their qualities, I'm going to say these things out loud because that's where the benefit of having those thoughts really comes into play. Okay, the fourth thing that your guy likes to hear from you is when you call out his character qualities behind his actions. So let's say, let's say your husband did something. Um, Let's say he worked overtime and he got through the week. He's tired, but he got through it. Instead of saying, babe, I'm so proud of you for working overtime. Instead of acknowledging the action so much acknowledge the character quality that produced that action so hey honey I really appreciate your persistence and perseverance this week I know it was hard to work so many extra hours but I'm really grateful for the way that you were persistent and showed up every day for work when you acknowledge the character quality behind the action, it makes him feel more seen. It, and it becomes personal because now it's not about an external action. It's about a character quality that rides, resides in his heart. And so you're speaking not to what his hands have done. You're speaking to what his heart has done. And so he will innately feel so much more seen just by calling out the character quality behind his actions. And one of the guys that I was watching online also said that even when you acknowledge his style, like, hey, I love those shoes. Even by acknowledging his shoes, what you're doing is you're affirming like he picked those shoes. So his style is awesome. Like he is awesome because he made a great choice. And so it kind of goes together, kind of a little, a little bit different. But anyway, so calling out the character qualities behind his actions is another thing he loves to hear. Okay, the fifth thing is looking for the lesser recognized qualities. So let's say like my husband is a communicator and he preaches all the time and he's a great communicator. Love to listen to him preach. So if I say, babe, you did a great job on your message today, that's encouraging. It'll probably be life to him. But I think what would be even more meaningful is if I comment on something that's a little more hidden that people might not recognize. Yeah, he might have done a great job, but I know he stayed up really nights, really late last night studying. Um, be like, hey, babe, I know you were tired when you were preaching because you stayed up late studying. But you know what? I don't think anyone noticed because you spoke so clearly and you communicated your thoughts so well. By getting really kind of into the nitty gritty of the compliment and not giving a surface compliment, but really getting into the lesser, lesser recognized aspects of it will make him feel more seen and more valued. One example that the guys gave was, you know, if like my son is a guitarist, he's going to hear compliments all the time. Man, you're awesome on the guitar. Man, you're awesome on the guitar. Man, you're awesome on the guitar. And eventually he'll still always value those compliments. They're meaningful, but they'll lose their impact if that's, if it becomes a cliche type compliment. So looking for the non-cliche things that he does, like, hey, Judah, I appreciate the hard work and perseverance that it takes to be the guitarist that you are. 
that's incredible. You know, that is going to be something that is going to highlight what people don't see and make him feel very seen by me. I think you guys get that point. So the lesser known qualities um, as well as character qualities behind their actions, kind of similar. Okay, and the extra bonus is one very practical thing that you can say around your guy is I feel so safe around you. One one thing that we women don't realize is that men love to feel masculine and they love to feel strong because it's the epitome of, of what a man is. And they all are looking, am I a man? Am I enough? Am I a real man? And so when we can acknowledge their masculine qualities and how it makes us feel as a female, then it makes them feel more manly. So if I say something like to my husband, you know what, babe, I always feel safe around you. I know that even if we run into a problem that you're going to protect me, it makes him feel like Superman, you know? And I mean, I remember one time when I didn't feel safe around my husband and I told him, you are not safe to me. And it was crushing to him. And I, I didn't, wasn't trying to crush him. Um, but I didn't realize how crushing that kind of a comment was. Or I've noticed with my boys, there was one time that my boys were just really being boys and, and I, I was fussing at them because they weren't being very loving. And I was like, boys, you guys are not loving me very well today. Like, I am not feeling very loved. And my youngest son just burst into tears and he was like, I'm so sorry, mom. I want you to feel loved. And then he like did something for me. He's like, am I loving you better? Am I loving you better, mom? And I didn't realize how important it is to their little male souls that I feel loved and that I feel safe around them. And it's because as men, they're built to protect and to provide and to take care of. And so when you as a woman say, I feel so safe around you, even to your little boys, I, and I tell my teens that too. I'm like, I'm like, Levi, I want you to know when dad's gone and you boys are here, it really makes me feel safer that you and Judah are in the house, you know, or that you boys are here, even though I would protect y'all, it makes me feel safer that you guys are here. And I think that just makes them feel like men. And according to this guy who I learned this from, it makes them feel like Superman. So that is a great line to use with your guy. So there you have it. Five things men find attractive in a woman and six things men love to hear from you. I will put them in the show notes. So if you'd like to look back over them, you can. Stay tuned for the life hack. It's some fun resources to dig into if you want to learn more of this kind of stuff just to nurture those relationships. And stay tuned. The other episodes in February are going to be um, seven things men want from you but might not ask for. And I think, again, this translates to other male relationships besides just your spouse. Um, and I hope to pull my husband in on that one so we can kind of have some banter. So it'll be a lot of fun. So that'll be our Valentine's Day episode. And then how to nurture and build love with your children in connection with your children. And then the last one of the month will be self-love, godly self-love. And we may dip into a little bit of postpartum in that one as well, taking care of yourself. So we've got some good episodes this month coming up. And you guys share this. Happy Valentine's Day coming soon. Happy February. Share this episode if it was good and helpful for you. And I'll see you guys next week. Okay, so your life hack for today is never stop investing in your discovery 
of the opposite gender. And that's because, A, we all have to work with the opposite gender. So if you're a guy, you might work with a bunch of females. You have a mom somewhere, and or you have a wife, or you have a girlfriend, or you have sisters, or whatever. We all have opposite gender people in our lives. And learning how the opposite gender works is only going to help us work with them better. And so while a lot of these are from a romantic context, a lot of these principles can apply to all relationships. Now, of course, you need to be careful. Some of them may be very powerful, especially any that are built around sexual attraction. Obviously, save that for your marriage. But um, any of the ones that make a man feel like more of a man, I think it's great to infuse that into all your relationships because you're just going to make them feel honored when you're around them if you are intentionally honoring um the quirks and the wiring of their male nature. Just like if I'm around a guy and he's respectful of the fact that I may be more, more, more emotionally driven or have more sensitive feelings or I'm sensitive about, you know, the way that I look or things like that, a man who's courteous of the way I am wired as a woman is just going to win with women, period, whether he's my boss or my neighbor or whatever, I'm going to feel respected if he's taking those things into consideration. So whether it's your children, boys that you have that you're raising, your husband, uncles, brothers, dad, anybody, coworkers, being mindful of the male nature is just great to be aware of. And so anyways, these guys I'm going to reference you to are actually coaches in the field of love, love strategies, but I have, I personally follow them and listen to some of their stuff because I feel like, A, I can always use it to spice up my marriage, B, I can use it to possibly nurture my relationships with my boys, and then some of the principles, not all of them, but some of them will translate to other platonic neutral relationships with men where I just want them to feel respected and understood. And so one guy the channel on YouTube is called Love Strategies, and his name is Adam LaDolce. And, you know, he has all kinds of different videos, like um, uh, three common dating tips you should never listen to. I don't know, just fun little videos. Anyways, the other guy that I like is Matt Boggs. He and his, his, he'll have his wife on his show sometimes, and he has really great practical advices too, like, you know, seven things that a man wants that he won't ask for. Um, and then the other one, which is the first guy I ever found on these subjects, his name is Matthew Hussey, and I'll put these guys' names in the show notes so you guys can go find them if you'd like, um, but Matthew Hussey is British, and A, his accent is great to listen to, but B, he really impresses me with just the insightfulness of his, the way he can... extract really insightful conclusions about situations. He he thinks on a whole different level, very, very deep and insightful. I don't know if he's like a psych major or like has psychology background or whatever, but he's very popular. He's been on all kinds of TV shows and whatever. I found him accidentally online somewhere. I follow him on Instagram. I love his little short videos. Um, so anyways, these are great guys to go follow. So if you are looking for ways to nurture your marriage, nurture your relationship. The life hack is be continually putting content like this in occasionally from time to time and then use it as fresh fodder to kind of like nurture your relationship to your husband, to your boyfriend 
or just the men in your life. So I hope that's helpful. That's what I've been finding really useful. And stay tuned because next week our episode is actually going to be seven things men want but might not ask for. And I actually pulled a lot of this, actually pretty much all of this, from one of Matt Boggs's videos. And so I did my research, went after the experts, and I hope to pull my husband maybe into that episode to see what he see if he has any feedback and thoughts to add to it as well. And then the next week we'll be talking about how to invest into your children's relationships, like ways to nurture um, the connection with your kids. And then at the end of February, I'm going to do an episode on self-love. What is godly self-love? What is healthy self-love? What does that look like? Ways to love yourself in a way that's not narcissistic <laughs> or egocentric or whatever. So good episodes coming up. Thanks y'all for listening. Share it with a friend. We'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. For those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media, thank you. Reading your comments and reviews always means so much to me. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon. Or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Until next time, remember, you will fulfill your greatest destiny one day at a time.